You're tuned into Finding Your Frequency with hosts Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. Connect with the show. Call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. And welcome back to Finding Your Frequency. I'm your host, Jeff Spinard. And I'm your co-host, Ryan Treasure. And forget about it. We're in segment two of Finding Your Frequency. Uh, coming up, we have Mr. John Miller. John is the host to one of the first internet broadcasts back in 1997 with the John Miller program live from his house before anyone even thought that internet radio and webcasting would take hold. His show is one of five shows to be the first to broadcast on the internet 20 plus years ago. Now John is founder, owner, general manager of San Francisco's number one internet radio station, FCCFreeRadio.com. John Miller, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you very much. Absolutely. I thought I was getting a flight. You were supposed to, but they canceled last minute. Uh, The chauffeur couldn't show up. It was a big mess. (laughs) So we figured we'd just call you in. So I, I would just sit in my own <laughs> studios here in San Francisco. And Absolutely. See, well, go. that's the beauty of media, right? Yeah, you can make it. If you can make it happen, it can happen. Yes, you know, sir. That's pretty much up. But um, hey, it's an honor to be on your guys' show. Thanks, Sean. Uh, you know, it's an honor for us to have my, you on the show, man. My lineage with you guys. Yes. You're, uh, in, you're, in fact, you know, as we were talking, you know, off uh, off air, um, we were having a good conversation. But let's take that on air. Uh, right. John, give us a little back. Give my, our audience a little background on uh, uh, FCC Free, Mr. John Miller. Well, FCC Free started in '98. I got the FCCFree.com, mm-hmm. and I was doing my show from my garage. It was the first video internet show on the, on the internet, one of the first. And um, my buddy Paul, who used to engineer the stuff for me, moved to Phoenix. And he's like, hey, dude, you got to come with me. And I was like, you know, about six months later, I moved out there. Um, I was still in the printing industry at that time. And I hurt my back. And my girlfriend, Michelle, said she had applied for this tech job for me. And I was like, I, I don't have any qualifications. And uh, <laughs> it turned out to be you guys. And uh, you took <laughs> all that we, internet. We don't care. <laughs> All that internet show technology yeah, stuff and said that was good enough and uh, hired me. Um, and it took a couple months, but after I got there, uh, Joe uh, Falco uh, made sure that I became your first operations manager. Joe Joe Falco, right? Yeah, I love that guy, and uh, he's yeah, kind of responsible Chicago for everything now. after that. Wow, that's a little wow. Voice America okay. history right there for all the listeners who uh, didn't kind of know about you know some of those pieces <laughs> with Voice America. But uh, we've been streaming online that since ninety nine, man. That was back in like two thousand and two. Yep. Yep. Nice. Early two thousand one, two thousand two. Yep. Yep. You know, was, I'm, that, I'm the last of the old timers, uh, John. So you know. Yeah. Somebody's well, got to do it, right? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's got that the mileage on you there than more than you. Hell no. No, All right, then no, I'm worn welcome. out. Welcome. <laughs> I'm glad to see someone sweated it out. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, I think I think the hierarchy around here goes Jeff Spinard, and then directly longest after Jeff is one of our senior senior executive producers, Tacey Trump, and then myself. 
for the wow. for the three they round out uh, mm-hmm. people who have been here in the teens of years. Yeah, teens of years. It's kind of crazy, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. it's 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 been twenty plus years that I've been doing it on the internet. Let's talk about that, John. Yeah, what really. are what are some of the things that you you've seen? You know, in the last twenty years of internet radio oh broadcasting God. and how it's changed. It it. I can't I can't keep up with how I you know I used to do my my show as a video show, um, and we we were lucky to put out a, a 56k feed and a, and a, a like a 100k feed for the and get not even good video quality through right yeah yeah and now it's just incredibly beautiful video uh, with with very little look work. You know, I I bought a laptop and a couple of HD um, cameras and a, and a software program. It emulates that big box that I had, the Trinity. Um, <laughs> I remember that you know, thing. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, but at the same time, it's, you know, when I first started, everybody, you know, everybody laughed at me. I, my girlfriend at the time, when, when I got started back in 97, she left because she thought it was t- it was two adolescents behind the camera. Um <laughs> And now here we are, twenty years later, and you guys are calling me a pioneer or something like that. You know, it's it's kind of weird. Yeah, well, you know, because I think one of the things that's important to kind of recognize is, you know, back in 1997 when you were doing those streams and you know doing that, the technology and the bandwidth to even deliver content was so limited, so low, mm-hmm. so low tech, and you know, even even uh, then, you know, it, it, like getting a T1 line at that time with you know one and a half megs yeah. up and one down was like, yeah. Yeah, we made I it. Remember, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> two DNS. Uh, two DS3s. The only reason I was able to do it is I was working for Comcast at the time. Yep. And, well, AT&T, I bought the... Anyway, yes. I ended up being Comcast. And since I was one of the team members and we had a cable running through my new, my new you know, neighborhood and I worked there, they were like, hey, can we use your beer facility to test out this cable? And I was like... Hell yeah! <laughs> yeah, while you're at it, here's what I need. Yeah, let me get some, let me get some bandwidth. Here's what I'm going to do with it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's there awesome. You so hey, you know, can I, you put a couple more boosters in my garage for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, one thing I wanted to ask you, John, too, is as you look at the shift over the last 20 years, and, you know, Jeff and I have experienced this, too, um, uh, with, and since my time here, but there used to not be this thing called social media, right? Mm-hmm. It used to not exist. You know, I don't even think, uh, like, MySpace came around until Letter, like, even yeah. even later, like, you know, 05 or 06 or something like that for MySpace. And, you know, so how was how that transition going from, you know, broadcasting with minimal band with in 1997 to making that change in 05, 06, and 07 to integrating social media audiences? Well, I used a, pro- a little-known program called ICQ. Remember that? Yep. You know, that's, that, that's where social media started. Um, and we used that during the show. And we actually put up your messages on the screen and that, that, that give you interaction, make you feel all warm and fuzzy inside. Um, I didn't go to MySpace until about two years afterwards. I don't think because I, I didn't own my. I had I had I was involved in Pirate Cat Radio, the biggest pirate station here in town. It got awards from the mayor. It was kind of a crazy scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but back when that started, social media kind of changed it. And right now, when you uh, right now with my station. If you post on the front page of my station, it hits like six different social media sites. 
immediately. Yeah. Yep. And last month alone, we had a half a million click-throughs through so- social media. Excellent. Um, so it, it's vital. But back then, it was just word of mouth. And, right. uh, you know, hey, have you, have you watched what John does? Hey, this is fucking crazy, man. And, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, and that's, it, and that's how my, no my everyone no bleeps. found out about me uh, back then. It was word of mouth. Um, now you have this, you know, this power of social media that drives. Sure. I, I say that my, my side is social media driven. And it truly is. Yeah, we're seeing the same thing here at Voice America, just kind of a shift over the last several years from, you know, your standard, you know, search engine optimization generated traffic online right, versus right. a social referral from the social sites. And, you know, when we look at our Google Analytics now, the number one referral website to voiceamerica.com is Facebook. You know, the yeah. no, you know like number three is like Twitter. And, you know, other than that, it's, you know, the sporadic other components that we work with for distribution. But, when, you know, when we first started looking at those Google Analytics over the first, you know, uh, I don't know, I'm going to say like in 2009, you know, that, that that wasn't even a blip on the radar. And so, since then, it's, you know, and I'm sure you'll attest, having social media and being engaged in it <laughs> is 100% absolutely crucial to the success of a podcast. Yeah, it truly is. You know, and, and you know, with our social media reach here, a half a million a year, a month, um, that and a half a million hit the front page. I've I've already said that my website is a social media sharing platform because that's basically what it is. Every show here sure. posts about what they're going to do and puts a little picture and adds their podcast to it. And now it's social media, it, just like that. Sure. So they have the opportunity to get half a million people. The, the social media button. really the progression really started in about two thousand and three, right? I'm going to say more like 2005, no, 2006. 2005, once, 2006. Once yeah. Facebook got hold, that's when it really took off. Right. MySpace was wasn't MySpace? that big of a thing. I think MySpace yeah. kicked off in maybe 04. Okay. I knew it was Facebook. I was the but. same way as John. Like That stuff came out, and I was like, this is cool, but... I don't know that it's that cool. Do uh, I need yeah, to spend right. time yeah. doing this? Well, MySpace <laughs> was for I didn't the jump right on board. I wasn't in. Right, right. You know, but then I saw all the people around me are all, oh, you got to go on MySpace. And I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. It's just a personalized web page. What good could that do? You know, it's, it's for the people who don't have websites. I already have those. Why do I need this? <laughs> right. You know, right. I have a website I can post on every day, whenever I want, in the middle of the night. It doesn't matter. I can do it right here. You yep. know, John, we yep. only have about three minutes left in the segment. And one of the things, you know, obviously we've we've dropped a few pieces of nuggets for the listener. Uh, you know, kind of the premise behind the show is looking at some of the, the radio shows and podcasts and, you know, kind of what sustains them, what keeps them going and keeps them busy. You know, so we, we've talked about kind of the... Uh, the, the chronological timeline of how things have shifted from the early days of streaming to what we're looking at now. And, you know, I think some of the stuff our listeners would like to hear from a seasoned vet like yourself is, you know, if there was one piece of advice that you could give to an up and coming radio personality or podcaster about them being successful with their show, what would that be? Don't do it. <laughs> Forget, no, about um, Forget about it. Yeah, just order a pizza. Yeah. Um, I, it takes dedication, consistency. And if you're gonna if you're gonna do a show, come prepared. Yep. You know, come prepared to dedicate yourself. You know, at least, you gotta have more than a couple seconds a, a week to dedicate to it. 
Because I always find that it takes two, you know, four hours to produce a two-hour show. By the time you get all the guests in line, and uh, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, you know, if you're gonna do this, and you're gonna buy the equipment and do it from your garage, it takes a lot of work, and um, I wouldn't do it right now. I, I, I it's not, it's a lot of work, and if right. you're gonna be, you know, by yourself, you know, with a co-host. And you don't have a team of people behind you to help you with this. It, you just yeah, go to Voice America. Friends. Yeah, then that's perfect. <laughs> come to Voice no, America. So, as for speaking about F, uh, FCC free radio, uh, real quick, we're down to a minute. Um, what's the the quick uh, scenario on FCC free radio? Um, we are here uh, on the corner of 7th and Market in beautiful downtown San Francisco, a mm-hmm. block away from the Twitter building. Um, we, we specialize in renting, uh, leasing studios and airtime. Awesome. Uh, the prices are very reasonable. Or you can check me out, uh, FCCFreeRadio.com. Check me out Tuesday nights. Uh, I do my podcast, the John Miller Program with Ashley Russell. It's known as the longest-running podcast. And um, you want to get a hold of me, just find me on the website. You other man. John Miller. I'd like to to thank both of you. I'm honored. Thank you. Absolutely. We appreciate you being on on the show. Absolutely. Ryan, why don't you Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, you're tuned in to Finding Your Frequency right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Special thanks to our guest, John Miller, from the John Miller Program and FCCFreeRadio.com. Go check it out. Uh, For those of you who haven't listened to John's uh, radio show, he's really funny. Go take a listen uh, on Tuesday nights, of course. You can check us all out over Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America Talk Radio. And, of course, all over Twitter at Radio Ryan 1, at Jeff Spinney 2. Stay tuned, and we'll take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back right after these messages. Thanks, John Miller. Thank you. 